What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of Brennan Tassif is your ex drinking buddy. I'm your host, Brennan Tassif. If you're new to the show, quick rundown of the show. I used to be everyone's favorite drinking buddy. It was my favorite thing to do to hang out with friends, talk shit, talk shop and reminisce about old stories. I'm sober now, but that is still one of my favorite things to do. Most weeks I will be joined by a guest. This week is no exception. All the way from New York City via Chicago via Michigan. Mr. Jess Sheen. Hello. <laughs> and the dogs go wild. Yeah. <laughs> I got to figure out. I've been reaching out to so many places for yeah. a studio space. And it's so much hurry up and wait in New York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like I've sent emails. I've reached out. Everyone's like, yeah, yeah, we'll get back to you in a couple weeks. And I'm like, well, I kind of I got to do this every week. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but plug everything up front. Um, right. You're a comedian here in New York. You have an album coming out. Yeah, um, I got an album promoted. Album coming out uh, January 28th. Boom. Uh, uh, knock on one, ideally, unless, you know, a hurricane hits or something. Who knows? God. But January 28th uh, album coming out. First one. First one. First one. Congratulations. Finally, finally pulled the trigger. Yeah. It's nerve wracking. Oh, it's got to be terrifying. I feel like I was um, over ready. Like, I feel like I could have been like, I just kept like, no, no, not yet. I got to wait till everything's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. And then you realize you're like, it's never going to be. You know, it's like I'm never going to have the, like, all right, every word is set in exactly stone. Exactly how perfect. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's now a perfect script. At some point, I was like, well, I just, I'm just tired of doing these jokes. I got to take the jump. Yeah. So I recorded it in uh, Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in Michigan. Okay. Which is where I started. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I, so I, that's my big thing is when I do finally record my first one, I want to do it back home. Yeah, yeah, Because I'm like, that's got to be so much cooler, like. Everyone who saw you like starting out and stuff comes and it's like that's got to be so much more fun than like mm-hmm. some random place in New York. Where, yeah, you do you the know. full circle. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want to do. I did the full circle. So was it all, how many shows did you do? Uh, it was it a was weekend. So I did like five. OK, you recorded all of them. Yeah, recorded all, right. all of them and like got them on the last one. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It, ah. was, it was like, oh, no, it's coming down to the wire. You know, you're like, yeah. I mean, that one was like I think it was good, but. And then finally, like the last show on Saturday, they're like, oh, Nailed this, it. yeah, I was like, OK, it. here it is. It's like, thank God. God. So, uh, yeah, it's coming out. What's the name of the album? Jeff. It's just Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Jeff Love it. presents Jeff. That's that's awesome. <laughs> Where can people find it? Um, it'll be on iTunes and uh, Spotify, I think Pandora and hopefully okay. Sirius XM. So uh, all digital platforms, all that stuff. Yeah. OK. Yeah. It's awesome. with on tour records. It's OK. Small. Oh, so you didn't do it yourself. You had you had backing and everything with it. Yeah, small little, little company guy. Yeah, but still, I mean, that's because I have a um, shadow producer of the show, um, uh, hip-hop artist, rapper out of uh, originally Atlanta, now in Dallas. But he, uh, Joe Dorville, he, um, he did it all on his own for his first album. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. everything, mm-hmm. which I guess you can do just like with podcasting. You can just kind of like put it out there and post it places. Yeah. So you can like, you know, push it onto iTunes and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you get more money that way. Yeah. You know? Well, and it's also just one of those things that where it seems like such a hassle because I know how hard it was to uh, get everything done with the podcast. And so it seems like it would be such a hassle to do that with an album, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you had them. Yeah, that's why I did it them. Yeah. I was like, because I'm like... I'm not I'm not computer literate. Yeah. At all. Like you people would think because I play video games like, oh, you know, technology. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I don't know how to move a file or just clip a thing. Well, I just open this up and you're like, yeah, I'm just now learning how to do this audacity. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah, was yeah. like, OK, all right, here we go. Here I'm we go. just now like, getting I got a, my roommate helped me set up. I had to record a podcast uh, yesterday. OK. And they're like, yeah, just uh, tape the audio audio on your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I do I it remotely know. and then send yeah. it to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I do for my sports podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I think I did it. And I was like, <laughs> here, cross my fingers. It sounds so much better than just doing it over Zoom. Cause there are very few, even though we all do we're all quote unquote professionals, there are very few people who actually invest in like a compressor and a mic and all that kind of yeah, stuff. I don't know. I didn't get into comedy to do this stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> like I've done Zoom shows with like com- like people who comedy is their main job. Like yeah. that's all they do is comedy. Yeah. And some of them, they're 
super setup. Like Kevin McCaffrey, because he does Sirius XM. You know, he's got the show sure. on XM and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He was so ready to go. He was like locked and loaded. Sounded like we were sitting right next to each other. Really? Yeah. yeah he a I, nerd, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then I've had other people on, again, where comedy is their main thing. And I'm like, you sound like you're underwater. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing? So yeah, it is. It I is. have a whole closet full of just like crappy microphones because I'll buy the cheap one. Yeah, the Insigna ones. Yeah, that from, won't work yeah. and I'll buy a slightly better one. I just won't commit to like the big price. Yeah. And I just end up spending way more money. Yeah, because you're <laughs> buying over time smaller yeah, so and smaller. Like eight microphones of just varying degrees of Yeah, and they're all just garbage. <laughs> yeah. What um plug uh your social media and everything as well before oh, yeah. we get too far into it. It is a uh, New York Jeffrey. New York Jeffrey. Yeah. You go by Jeff, but it's New York Jeffrey. It's New York Jeffrey. I try to get New York Jeff. There's a New York Jeff somewhere around here. Fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. So I had to like take the Jeffrey. Okay. Which is fine. I'm New York Jeffrey. That was available. I was surprised there was nobody took that yet. That's why I love that having a unique name like Brennan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's always, whenever a new platform comes out, Brennan T Comedy is always available. Yeah. No one takes it. There's like eight Brennans. Yeah, in the <laughs> whole world. It's a last name. It's a common Irish last name, but it's not a first name, so no one thinks to use it. I knew a Jeff Brennan. Yeah, mm-hmm. and there's Neil Brennan and Kevin Brennan, mm-hmm. obviously, in our in our wheelhouse. So it's funny because whenever I go anywhere around New York and I say, they're like, what's your name? I go, Brennan, especially if it's comedy related. They're like, what, Brandon, Brian? I go, <laughs> Like Neil and Kevin, it's Brennan, and they're like, "Oh, okay, got it, got it." I'm yeah, like, great. I'll just go fuck myself. You cool. should, you should, uh, you should marry a woman with a Brennan last name. Oh, that her be name. Fun. Yeah. Brennan, 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 Brennan. <laughs> and you'll look very woke and feminist. I, oh God. <laughs> yeah, because I would take her name. Uh-huh. Uh, let uh, Let's talk to everybody because we were just talking about this before we started recording. This is the first time you and I have met. Mm-hmm. We first met time. through a uh, mutual friend, Stephen Rogers, who's coming on the show uh, when his uh, getting ready to release his album next month. But he, I had reached out to him and I was like, hey, new to the area. Like, do you know any comics that would have anything to promote? And he was oh, like, yeah, yeah. check like, out Jeff Sheen. Got an album. <laughs> yeah, check him out. I have anxiety. <laughs> There's my Steve. <laughs> that's a good. That's a great Steve. So I'm I reached so out to you and you were like, yeah, let's do it. Um, so mm-hmm. we were talking before. You're originally from Michigan. Yeah, yeah from Michigan. An hour outside of uh, Canada, just north of Detroit. Yeah, north of Detroit. Well, nor- yeah, north of it's like south of Flint, north of Detroit, in that okay. little gray zone. Right in that pocket. Mm-hmm, right in that little sweet pocket in the woods. <laughs> so did you grow up very rural kind of? Oh, yeah. Dirt roads. Backwater. Yeah, dirt roads, woods. Uh, there was a camp. There was a summer camp. Really? Yeah, next to like where my house was. So kids would come out and camp. <laughs> so are you, so you had mentioned earlier, you're not big on the technology stuff. Are you good, like, if I dropped you in the middle of, like, with the woods? The woods. Are you good? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Your reaction to that, you were just kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I hate the woods. That's why I'm here. Okay. I was like, I got to get away. So I came to the, this is why I'm in the city. I'm the same way. Everyone loves to like camp and go to the Everglades and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck that. Yeah, there's bugs everywhere. That's gross. I'd rather have a homeless man pooping on the sidewalk. Yeah. That's less gross to me. Than an inchworm, you know? That's true. And, like, it's the, <laughs> it's that constant, like, sweating. You get the smoke smell from the campfire. And I smoke mm-hmm. cigarettes, but, like, that smoke from the campfire and then the sweating and then it dries and then it's, like, just dirty. Like, yeah. I just, ah, uh, give me a place. Like you said, guy pooping on the sidewalk, but at least I know I can go upstairs and take a shower whenever yeah, I yeah. want. Like, I like, yeah, I want to be surrounded by buildings. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, I don't like, I don't clean, like the woods. Yeah. Clean. Mm-hmm. I like and even though it's not that clean in certain aspects, I like it better than the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'd rather walk through the Met than walk through Central Park. Abs- yeah, absolutely. It's just, okay, so we're on the same page. Yeah, the woods are boring. Nothing to do out there. So I came, yeah, came God, to God, so many people in the South who listen to this are going to get so mad. They're going to be like, fuck you guys. I love the woods. <laughs> Big listenership in Florida. They're going to be like, what yeah. the hell, man? I did, I did some Florida shows years did ago. Did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where at? Uh, That's, this is right in this podcast wheelhouse. This one I, I will I will always remember because it was in the Panhandle. Was, okay, uh, Tallahassee, Panama City, Panama City, it was Panama City. Yeah, That's there's right. a comic who just moved to New York City, Andrew uh, Ferrara. He was on the podcast. He's yeah, he like does. He, he was one of the people who helped like build that Panama City comedy oh, scene. Oh, okay, yeah. Me and a guy. This was years ago. Did a show in Panama City, and it was like some restaurant. It was busy. Yeah. And ambush comedy. 
Surprise, we're doing comedy. It was kind of like that. Yeah, like, there was a comedy. And there was like a curtain, but you could just hear the whole restaurant yeah. anyways, you know? Didn't matter. And <laughs> I remember we talked to the manager guy. We're like, so uh, what do we do? And he goes, oh, <laughs> he's like, oh, I don't know. It's it's uh, it's pretty packed in here. Right? The whole damn union's down here. <laughs> when he said union, my, we were like Michigan guys. Yeah. So we were like, Dude, was he talking about the car unions? <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> had no idea. No clue. We were like, did he meet? Like, there's a bunch of Michigan people down here. It's a party now. <laughs> so we were convinced. We're like, hey, are you all from Michigan? And like, nobody. No, and they're no. like, oh, he meant Union the North. <laughs> yeah. Yankees. <laughs> yeah, Yankees. <laughs> yeah, it is weird, uh, especially in Florida, because it's in the South, but it's like different levels. Like Panhandle, North mm-hmm. Florida is very like the South. Like, hell yeah. 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 Yeah, so you can have my guns when you pry them from my cold dead fingers. That kind of people. Yeah, yeah, they're like south, like woods south. Yeah, they're still yeah. in the woods up there. Yeah, absolutely. And then and you go then, further down; it's all beachy, and yeah. that's where you find your cocaine. You get your yes. Well, <laughs> then you get like Central Florida, which is like a weird mix of like the north and the south. So it's kind of like beach people, but also like country people. Sure. And then and they, and they meet the, over a uh, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, it's like a weird. <laughs> And then you get to the south, and it's like, oh, this is Cuba. This isn't even – we're not even America anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is exactly right. You get your cocaine from. Um, <laughs> well, your good cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your your high-priced your high priced cocaine. So I, I like to always um, kind of free flow with uh, the podcast. You did bring me some stories. I do appreciate mm-hmm. the list. Um, but before we get into that, uh, how did you – Get into. I always ask every guest this: How they got into where they're at? How oh, did you get into comedy? Were you always a fan of stand up? Did you just like Seinfeld comedy movies, comedy shows? Like, how did you get into it? I wasn't. I I don't know. I wasn't ever like. I didn't really know about stand up for the longest time. Okay. I wasn't one of those people. They're like, oh, I grew up like comedy nerds. They're yeah. like, I you know, I had all the albums. I didn't have. I didn't know anything about it. And uh, I don't know. I was just always talkative and annoying yeah. to people. Yeah. <laughs> And that uh, is a feeling I am familiar with. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would just start like uh, at work. I worked at Circuit City. Okay. God, wow. God rest. Deep God rest pole. her soul. <laughs> Deep pole. Shout out to Circuit City. <laughs> and uh, at work, I would just make the cashier people laugh because they're just standing there bored all day. Yeah. So you're stocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody was like, "You should do stand up," and I never thought about it. That's so interesting to me because that happens a lot with guests on the show. Is it's always. Not always, but a lot of times it's somebody else said. Mm-hmm. Somebody's be- like, you should try it. And yeah, because like- I, I, I was the person where I saw um, Listen to Harmful of Swallowed when I was in high school mm-hmm. by Dane Cook. And I was like, <laughs> that was the first comic I got into. Was well, Dane me Cook. too. And everyone <laughs> talks so much shit now. I know, I know. But it's like, go back and listen to that fucking mm-hmm. album. That's a good fucking <laughs> album. And then that Comedy Central Presents was on a loop. Yeah, His yeah. Comedy Central Presents that was on a mm-hmm. loop. Yeah, it when he had on, the, the tank top. Yeah, yeah, and he got in trouble for wearing the tank top. I've heard. Oh my god, I've heard everything about it. But I, I when I watched it, I was like, oh my god, like I want to do that. Like mm-hmm. that looks so much fun. And I'm starting to discover through doing the show for over a year now is that the case for most comedians is other people are like, hey, you should do that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in a like a different kind of weird like narcissism place where I was like, no, I want to do that <laughs> for most people. It's other people saying like, you should try. it. Yeah. I had other people say, yeah, you should try it. And then I was like, oh, I should look. And he was the first comic. I was like, oh, let's see what. Yeah. Let's see what this is. about. Yeah. This is the guy. And he still was... responds to me to this day. I mean, I know he responds to almost everybody. Yeah. But still, if I reach out to him on social media, he'll still write me back. Hey, he's not doing too much. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he was. For he our, was huge. Yeah, I was he gonna was, say because we're almost the same age. Yeah. I'm a little older, but and we always, all of us, like people sold out Madison age. Square Garden like ten times yes. in a row, and everybody started like you know shitting on him because they're like, oh, you like Dane Cook? Yeah. Oh. But now we're all getting older, and we're all just like coming out of the closet, just like, no, I like Dane yeah. Cook. I, I remember still do. <laughs> that fucking high spit. Okay. Yeah, the high spin. Yeah, the, uh, the car down Main Street in AK forty six. Where's the van? <laughs> the van was supposed to be here, dude. He was, you know, he was funny, and we're you know what? Get over our cool egos. We're not cool anymore. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> we that. It was, and like I still love Mitch Hedberg, Tom Rhodes. Like I sure. love uh, David Tell, obviously one of the greatest, but. 
and you know we respect them, but mm-hmm. still, you throw one of Dane's first albums on, yeah. you're still gonna laugh. You're still gonna have a good time. Yeah. You know, it's not cool to not like him anymore. It's like when your Just parents get older it. and then they start listening to like the what was considered the poppy music back in their day. Mm-hmm. And when they were young, they're like, "No, fuck this! It's yeah. Led Zeppelin all the way." Yeah, it's not cool. Yeah. I gotta be cool for and then my. You go kids. home and they're listening to Garfunkel and Oates, and you're like, "What? What happened here?" <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I don't need to be cool. What anymore. happened to GNR, man? What happened to the Guns and Roses? So someone yeah. tells you, hey, you should try stand up. And now how far are you from like a scene, a major city? Like, how did you go about doing? Oh, this? I was like, what year is this, by the way? This you don't is mind probably oh, eight. OK. Yeah, this is like oh, eight. Um, yeah. So I go and I did it at the Comedy Castle. I did their open mic. It was like an hour drive. OK. And that's where you recorded the album. Yeah, that's where Full I did the album. circle. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that was really where you started. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I started. Yeah. The first time getting on stage was there. It's the only club. That I knew of. Yeah. And, and what, uh, what city I, is that in? It's in, it's Royal Oak, Michigan. It was just a suburb of Detroit. Okay. Okay. So I go up there and I, I just, I bombed terribly. Yeah. <laughs> Love and it. I printed all my jokes on a sheet of paper. Printed it. Yeah. So I, you I, had the small type. Yep. I printed it and I'm holding the piece of paper and you could see it shaking. My really? hand's shaking, you know. Was it, now was it all the jokes written out like script or was it just uh, a set list? It was there written out. I had like okay. written their wow. like paragraphs. And I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, I have stage fright too. Oh my God, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was just like, I'm taking the jump and I'm shaking <laughs> and I'm bombing and just off the cuff. Granted, you know, it's, it's oh wait, you can make crass jokes. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> you can get away with that. <laughs> I just go, oh, I'm shaking like Michael J. Fox up here. Oh, and that, hey. yeah, yeah. And that gets the crowd like goes, hey, they like laugh at that as yeah. my only one. And just hearing the laugh, I was like, oh, that's my new drug. That's yeah, the only laugh was, I got was that awful line. But hearing, you know, a group of strangers laugh. Yeah. I was like, oh, OK, this is what I want then. OK, so it just took that one time. Yeah. All that's the other beautiful. jokes didn't anything I wrote bombed. bombed. Everything pre-planned Jeez. was bad. God. I had a joke about soup. Nobody likes it. It was about how soup's getting wild, you know. Oh, no. It's, it goes, oh, they got these hearty soups, you know, these chunky oh, I, soups. Oh, I get where you're going with it. <laughs> you know, these, they're, they're, not even, they're not even soups anymore. This is a meal. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a meal in a can. <laughs> it's just a wet potato. It's the future. <laughs> Nobody was like, everyone's like, all right, this sucks. Do you still do the soup bit? <laughs> no, I haven't done that. Oh, God. Bring it back. I might bring it back, you know? I think it's got legs. Yeah. I mean, the premise itself is kind of, I, I like it. You know, these soups. They're not it's one soups. of those things where it's obvious, but no one thought of it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And those are my favorite when it's like, <laughs> oh, I was right there the yeah. whole fucking time. This is just a damn pasta. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you you do the open mic. You get mm-hmm. that laugh. You love it. You're like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So what are the next steps? Do you like look in? Are you going to school at the time? Do you look into? Yeah, I was going to college. To, okay. uh, I was going to be a cop. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> that always surprises people. Yeah, that's out of left field. I was gonna fight crime. I was ready to go <laughs> in the Detroit area. That's... Yep, and uh, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also I'm not I'm like also like afraid of guns. I don't. Are you? <laughs> I've held a gun once. Oh wow! And uh, it was it was some it was, it was a pistol. It was my buddy's pistol. I didn't know how heavy they were. Yeah. Guns are heavy. They're loud, too. <laughs> so people never, because video games, movies, you never. It's like when people say, this is kind of crass, but when they talk about like porn and stuff, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but you can't smell porn. It's the same yeah, thing with sure. like guns. It's like you see it on TV, you play it in video games, but it's like you don't feel and like hear it until you're like live in the room. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it's so loud. Yeah. So Even if you're outside, it's like, yeah, so I remember like, you let me hold one. I was like, "This is really heavy." And I remember he just went, "Yeah, it yeah. takes lives." Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, because it's loaded too." And I went, "This is loaded," <laughs> and I remember I panicked and I just tossed it away. I just you <laughs> tossed a loaded I just, gun. I, I threw a loaded gun. <laughs> God, we haven't even gotten into the fucked up stories yet. <laughs> well, and he was like, "What the? F- what are you doing?" Oh my God! You're gonna see me over here. I'm just gonna I, I make a little notes throughout the episode, so yeah. don't think I'm ignoring you or. Oh, not at all. <laughs> I always like to do that though because um, 
like just now. It's loaded too. That might be that <laughs> might be the name of the ever. That might be the clip right there. I didn't uh, know. But yeah, I was gonna be. So I don't know what I was thinking. I was gonna be a cop. It's gonna be a cop fighting got, crime. In yeah, Detroit. right. I did the ride-alongs and all that stuff. Did you really? Yeah, I did the ride-alongs. I was. So the, was the gun situation before or after the ride-alongs? It was. When was this? I would assume after, just because like it you do was the after. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then as soon as you hold the gun, you're like, ah, never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like already like. The comedy the thing had happened, and then that, that, that like me holding the gun, and I was like, uh, and then that kind of pushed me more into the comedy. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> were you actually going to, like, the police academy? I was, like, super close. Okay, because you said college for being a cop, so I didn't yeah. know if you were already in the police academy. I got, academy. like, an associate's in criminal justice. Okay, okay. I was doing the ride-alongs. I was in the police helicopter. It all that Ooh, crap. that's cool. It was really cool. That You don't hear about those ride-alongs. They don't do anything up there. They take the, they have to, like, hit certain hours in the helicopter, yeah. you know, to get whatever their money, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. And they just well, go. It's like, yeah, we all saw that episode of The Office. If you don't use the budget surplus, you lose it. Yeah, yeah. So they'll go up the helicopter. And they go, ah, they're going to waste an hour of fuel, guys. <laughs> that's what they do. They go, oh, we got to we got to hit our hours. Anyways, what do you want to do? Do you want to see Eminem's house? <laughs> Did you really go see Eminem's <laughs> house? It flew me over Eminem's Huge house. fan of Eminem. Huge shout out to Marshall. <laughs> love Marshall. <laughs> I have a bunch of bits about how like. Oh, do you really? It. Yeah, I flew over his house. Yeah, pretty, they're like, that's, that's where he lives. They look pretty cool. I was like, yeah. And he's like, where do you want to go now? And he just <laughs> took me. There's nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Well, and especially too, because like sometimes with the helicopters out here, it's like there's eight million people in New York. Like, do you yeah. think you're gonna find them? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. in the helicopter. Like, I don't know. But yeah, well, I mean, but at least up here, their helicopters like they get there's. There's crime to look at or yeah, find maybe over in Michigan. They're like, yeah, we're we're around the woods area. Well, yeah, because you're in the suburbs. So you're not in Detroit. Yeah. Proper. Yeah. We're in Oakland County. Yeah. So they're just like nothing. <laughs> you want to go see Eminem's house? Yeah. Kid Rock lives not too far from here. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, just, do, 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 do. Oh, man. So decided not to do the cop thing. Yeah. So I was like, I don't think I'm going to do the cop thing. So were you just doing that one open mic? Were you just driving an hour every week to do that open mic? I would do that one. Well, then I slowly found other ones. There was like, you know, you find like the yeah. bar ones. It's always so bizarre, too, because it doesn't matter how small the area is. You're mm -hmm. always there's always somebody in an area that wants to do comedy. Yeah. There's these little hidden gems. Yeah. They're like, oh, there's a bar here, a bar there. And I'd slowly figured out where to go every day. OK. And yeah, it was like 45 to an hour drive. Jeez. Every time. Because everything but, was so far. But you love doing it. So you're just like, oh, this yeah. is it. Yeah. It was like the only thing. Uh, I kept doing okay. Like I've quit everything else. Yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the only thing I'm stuck with, and I'm like, well, that probably means something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in the exact same boat. I've quit literally almost every single thing else. That's hilarious. And yeah. it's just kind of like, nah. Like he's gonna go to law school. Fucking ditched out on that. Were you gonna go to law school? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was in the back of my mind. For was the, it for the cop part? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, I'll do a cop, then maybe I'll go be a lawyer. Yeah, it was. Um. It was interesting because it's like you think when you're like, that's the bizarre thing about college is it's like when you get there, they're like, have your whole life planned out. It's wild. Like right when you walk in the door, mm -hmm. you have to pick a major and like get everything sorted. Yeah. And that was the thing is like I got there and my uncle who's come up on the show before he was like, you should get a business degree. You can always use that. Like business oh, is smart. That's like, smart. Do business. Yeah. So I it's I. Because they, they ask you for your major off the bat. So I was like business administration. Uh -huh. And I took a political science class as like a um, elective, like mm -hmm. just to take. And I loved it so much. I was like, oh, no, I want to do this. And everyone oh. was like, don't. don't there's no <laughs> money in it. Unless you go to law school, it's not going to matter. Don't do it. And I did it anyway. And then, <laughs> yeah, now you realize there's still no yeah, money. I'm in like, it. oh, great. Cool. I'm going to be a waiter and for the rest of my life until yep. comedy works out. Same here. <laughs> so where did you um, when when did you get the idea to go to Chicago? Because you were already in school. So it's not like Maddie was on here. Maddie Wiener, very funny comic. And she, she oh, went, I know Maddie. Yeah. yeah, she went to Chicago to go to college because of the comedy scene. Mm. But you were already doing all that. So what brought you to Chicago? Yeah, I had dropped out of college. Yeah. I was yeah. like, screw this, you know, which is great. What a decision. Oh, I'm so happy yeah. with it. I have no student loans. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't know? tell if you're being sarcastic, but as someone who went mm -hmm. and took out loans and did the fucking rat race, and now I'm not even using the degrees, yeah. it's like miserable. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I got oh. nothing. I got no, I came out no debt, you know, doing great. Drop out of college. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, yeah. folks. This is for the kids that are in college. Get out of there. Save your money. Yeah. And um, yeah, so then like I started, I was doing it there for a little bit, and then- uh, I went to L.A. first 
Oh, really? I tried to do L.A. for like six months. I was out in that L.A. That came out of left field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when we were talking before, you you had mentioned Chicago, you mentioned New York, yeah. you mentioned Michigan. L.A. is just a little blip because I was only there for like six months. No, but we got to talk. What? I went out there. So uh, you're in Michigan. You're like, I'm going to do comedy. Yeah. I've been doing How long have you been doing it at this point? It's like a year in, maybe. Okay, so you're a year in, obviously. Big Circuit City went out of business. God. And I was like, that's a calling. Rest in that's peace. That's a sign. That's a I sign should move. from God. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a mission from God. <laughs> yeah, he killed Circuit City so I could move. So... Would you were you saving money this whole time because you knew you were gonna move or did you? I had saved some money. Okay, because I was like, I'm gonna go somewhere. I think. And then L.A. Go to, go to L.A. Crashing a buddy's. I was gonna say, tell, take me through it. Yeah, crashing a buddy's place. He already had a buddy also moving to L.A. So there was three dudes in a in a room, one bedroom. Yeah, one, Fuck, like, yeah, there one was. Bedroom. That's how you do L.A., baby. Yeah. I couldn't, and then uh, couldn't find a job. You know, nobody's hiring. Yeah, the economy tanked. And then, oh, yeah, uh, this is oh nine, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, everything's in the shitter. Yeah, everything's in the shitter. I drive out there. I can't parallel park either. I don't, Ooh. Know, I don't know how to do that. I mean, I mean, either. yeah, it's you don't do that in Michigan. There's no parallel. Yeah, parking. you don't do it in Florida either. So I was like, I can't I can't leave the apartment. <laughs> I'll get like a spot. And I'm yeah, because like, well, I can't drive to a mic because I don't know how to park. And there's no I mean, there is public transportation, but it's not like it's here. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible in L.A. So I remember I did like two open mics. Where yeah. at? Do you remember? I can't. The, mm, I like remember what it looked like, but I can't remember the name of the place. It was somewhere on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. I of think. course it was. Santa yeah. Monica. It was on Santa Monica. But uh, yeah, I go there and I do fine. But it was just so, I don't know, it's so intimidating. Yeah. And you're only a year in, so it's yeah, not like you've got in, an hour of material. Right. I'm not great or nothing, so I was like, oh. And then I was there for six months, and I was like, I hate it, L.A. So where did you end up getting a job? Because you obviously had to have had Oh, to I didn't. Find. I just lived off unemployment for six months. Wait, California unemployment? <laughs> no, I was like getting Michigan's unemployment. Oh, because Circuit City went out of business. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I milked that as long as I could. Here we go. Yep. There we go. Yep. Just and then I just smoked a lot of California weed. Yeah, you know, I did hardly any comedy. So after six months of that, I was like, I don't think I'm doing what I meant to, what I yeah. came out here to do. I feel like that sometimes here, because yeah. like I'm so adamant about making sure the podcast is on point and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you know, it's it's hard when you've been doing it for a while to like go back to doing open mics, no matter what scene you're in. It's still kind of like it's demoralizing. Super hard to, like, it's like, yeah. yeah. So there's a part of me since we moved here where it's like when we first got here, I was like hitting open mics like two, three times a day on my days off. Mm-hmm. And then it was the holidays and I work in a restaurant. So it was busy. And I was like, oh, like I'll hang out at the stand with other comics and I'll do the podcast and then I'll figure out like whatever later. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I just kind of got out of the routine of doing mics. And now I'm kind of like, fuck, I got to go start doing those again. Yeah. You know, you get booked shows, but unless you're a paid regular at a club. Those are, you know, two, three times a month, maybe. So it's like, we yeah, they're few and far between. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's I understand that sentiment that you're saying when you got out to California. You're like, I don't think this is why I moved here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just like don't do it. And then you just like you get that little like flash of future. You're just like, oh, no, I'm just a waiter at a restaurant. One of these. You see them all over L.A. Oh, yeah. I work with a lot of them (laughs) Yeah. where it's like, why did you come to New York? And everyone's got these big grand plans. And it's like, well, what happened? They're like, "Ah, I just. I was making such good money here. I was just like, fuck it. I'll just do this. Yeah, yeah. You just see it everywhere. And I'm and like, like, ah, that's not the reason, though. You're like, oh, when did you come here to achieve those dreams? We're like, it's been about 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> God, I met so many people. 10 years, 12 years, 8 years. And it's like, oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. And so, see, like that and all that. And I was like, freaked. I was like, I got I to gotta try again. So, I just went back to Michigan to like re- reset. Yeah, I did a reset there for a few months. And then I was like, I'll go to Chicago. Because it was like, well, either New York or should I go to New York now? But after L.A., I was like, I don't know. I'm too scared. Yeah. So I was like, I'll do a little starter city. Yeah. A little practice city in Chicago. Big but not intimidating. Right. Big, still Midwest vibes. Yeah. You know, I get I get the weird, you know, passive aggressive culture still. Yeah. We're still in the middle of the country. You know, I don't need a car. They have trains. Yeah. So, so you were just like, this is it. Yeah, I'll do this. And I did that for like three years. Three years. Okay, was, yeah. so you really. Yeah, and Chicago's got like a great 
one of the best scenes. Yeah, we had um uh, one of our Jacksonville guys went up there for Scott. He uh, did, started doing this after dark show up there. Oh, okay. and everything. Yeah, so he's he's the only link I have to Chicago. Oh uh, yeah, because he's from Jacksonville, but would, went to Chicago. I think he's still up there. But uh, nice, Maddie yeah. Weiner, Chicago. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about that with her. She that's the only reason she said she went to school in Chicago was because of the comedy scene. Yeah, she got said, a literally great that was the only reason she went there. Mm-hmm. It's probably either. Third or fourth, I'd say. Yeah, well, with Second wise. City and the improv yeah, yeah, yeah. roots and all that kind of stuff. It's, I mean, it's huge. Yeah, and we got a Laugh Factory, and there's a Zanies out there. Yeah, it's it's interesting because people a lot of times will be like, "Oh, why did like why New York? Like it's so expensive. Like why didn't you go to like people ask me why didn't you go to Atlanta or Chicago? It's like because I've been doing this. I'm to the point now where it's like it's fucking New York, L.A. or like fucking find a new dream yeah, like, yeah 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 it's like yeah i gotta go because there's a certain point mm-hmm. where you get past that like okay i need to do a starter city now it's like you spent too much time in the first starter city like yeah you gotta jump now to the main boss like you don't have time to go in between mm-hmm. absolutely yeah so like i got lucky with some starter city time yeah so then i came here from chicago when did you move here it's been about i think five years now okay yeah and it was nice coming from Chicago because, like, it was during a big Chicago wave of yeah, people. Yeah, so you knew a lot of people. Yeah, I knew a lot, lot of people. Going. And then you come over here and everyone would be like, oh, where are you from? I'd like Chicago. And they'd roll their eyes like, ugh, another one of you guys. Because <laughs> we were all just coming over. And all the Chicago comics were like, we're all good because we had a lot of stage time in Chicago. Yeah. So then That's we what would, Maddie said. There's tons of stage time. Mm-hmm, yeah, there's tons of stage time out there. So we come over and they just they'd be like, "Oh, you're gonna come over here, take our spots, and drink everything," because they're all alcoholics too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, it's just like how New York was with the wave of immigrants from Ireland and then <laughs> Italy, and now it's the same thing with comedians. Like, yeah. Whenever a big wave comes from another city, they're like, "Fuck you." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, get out of here. You're yeah. gonna take up all of our shit. Chicago comedians need not apply for yeah. this set. <laughs> yeah, we would come over here, and all of us would just get hammered. Yeah, <laughs> drinking all our booze, taking all our spots. Yep. Yeah, huge drinking city. God, it's because yeah. there's it's freezing cold. Nothing, and to it's do. like painful and, cold. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's they, not like like here. It's cold, but it's not it's that not bad. bad at all. No, yeah. especially get, like today, it's like forty, and I'm like, oh, it's this is nice. Like, yeah, yeah, this is nice. Sun's out, guns out, baby. Mm-hmm. I'm used to like, yeah, in Chicago, we would like get negative eighteen degrees. They'd be Fuck like, you. you can only be outside for ten minutes, or you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna start losing your skin. <laughs> oh, oh cool. So we just, I guess, we'll get hammered. <laughs> we'll just stay inside and get hammered. Yeah. Cool. Um. So then you come to New York about five years ago, and then uh, what happened when you got here? Where you just hit the ground running, or did you have to reset? Because in my experience, like we talked about, I had to reset. It's- yeah, there was some resetting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a little... There was resetting, mostly a little bit of like knowing Chicago people already having shows. Yeah. So I think it was like a little bit sped up, but not like... In right it away. wasn't streamlined like right when you got here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Time to go. Yeah, I've still been. Yeah, it's still still like claw my way in. Yeah, and that's that still can clawing. be. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that can be disheartening. <laughs> that can be disheartening because it's one of those things where, like we were talking about earlier, where it's like, oh yeah, I've I, I know what I'm doing. I got this whole scene on lockdown, and then all of a sudden you go to a new scene, and it's like I got to start over. Yeah, and then you get here, and it's like, all right, I came from a big city. I know some people, and it's like, no, go fuck yourself. You mm-hmm. gotta start over. Even even if you get booked on the shows, like I'd be like, oh, I'm starting to get booked on some shows. This will get the ball rolling. They'll nope. see me, and then you go to do the show that you've been like ready. Like this is my only show of the week. Yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah, all the big names they got to go up early because they got other spots. You're gonna be closing us out, and then everyone will have left by then. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah, you're just like, well, I got cool. lucky because Steven ended up staying. Um, Rogers uh-huh. But that was the same Like the Hell Yeah show That we just did mm-hmm. It was That's the thing It's like I was like Promoting the shit out of it And I was like I have one cousin That lives up here And she's lived up here For a while And she's one of those You know she's super popular Yeah So like I had She invited a bunch of friends And so I was like This is it This is my big chance And then like the first <laughs> Like two or three comics That went up Were like alright We're out of here We'll see you later Nice to meet you And I was like no, you have to see my set so you can vouch for me at the cellar. Yeah, nobody watches like, your set. You can't vouch for me if you don't see it. Yeah. Um, everyone leaves. Fucking the other, even, I mean, I love the hell yeah, guys. I've had most of them on, but mm-hmm. even some of them are like in the back, like on their phones. And I'm like, 
Yeah. You guys have never even seen me perform other than an open mic. Like, what's right? happening? Yeah, please just watch me so yeah. you know that I know what I'm doing. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the other thing too is you go to some of these open mics, and the so there are people who produce shows that also run open mics. Yeah, and at open mics, I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna try new material. Like that's why I go to open mics is to do new material. Mm -hmm. And so then it turns into this thing where it's like, um, are you okay? It turns into this thing, though, where it's like you're at an open mic and you're like, no, I swear to God, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I know how to do comedy. Like, please don't judge mm -hmm. me from this. But they're watching you like do something new. Like, like bomb. And it's yeah. like, yeah. And you're like, no, no, no. no. I yeah. swear to God, I'm better at this. Yeah. Can I do your show now? And like, yeah. no, you bombed. Like, yeah, but I didn't want to do my good stuff. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I've had other fucking comics like open mic comics, like get on stage. So like if I have a show coming up or something like important, mm -hmm. I'll run that set. And then I've had other comics come up after me at open mics, like mm -hmm. go on stage after me. And they're like, yeah, you know, I work on new material at open mics. That's what I'm supposed to do. No. And I'm like, I don't know if you're saying that because your first two jokes just bombed or if you're saying that because, you know, the bits that I was running are my real material. Like you can tell yeah, it was yeah, my yeah. material. But fuck you either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The amount of insecurity in comedians. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane. Um, so I wanted to get some of these stories. We uh, oh, yeah. lots of drugs on here. Yeah, yeah. You said you're sober, right? You yeah, just said you are. Yeah, yeah so I've been a year. Yeah, so sorry about that, everybody. Technical difficulties. Maya decided to literally shit on the podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you're talking. Let's talk about drug stories. And yeah. Then she she, she took like, a drug uh... poop. <laughs> she literally was like freaking out, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. But I was telling you, she got in the trash the other day, and so her stomach's been really bothering her. Yeah. But, well. That's why I need a studio. So, hey, everyone I've sent <laughs> fucking emails to. Yeah, get this man a studio. God. <laughs> I was like, I'll pay. I do all my own producing. I just need a space away from my girlfriend and my dog. <laughs> like, I got all my own equipment. I got everything. Just mm -hmm. give me a space. No, can't get back to me. God, I hate New York, man. I fucking hate it. Like, yeah. I love it, but I hate it. Oh, yeah. I got big timed by a couple open micers about the podcast, too. That sounds about right. And I'm like, the fuck is happening oh, around yeah. here? You've been here for how long was it? Six months, uh, four months, five months. Four, yeah, it took me about a year. That's what everyone tells me. Yeah, it's like one year and you're like, OK, you start to settle in. But that first year, you hate this place. I hate it so. <laughs> I can't tell. And you'll appreciate this because you have Midwestern values. I mm -hmm. can't tell if people are so self-involved mm -hmm. or they're just idiots. I've gone to some of the same open mics mm -hmm. like four or five times and people that I've seen and met, met yeah. four or five times will walk in and be like, hey, is this where the open mic is? Yeah. And I'll be like, I know your name. Like, I mm -hmm. know your bits. Like, what? Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's a combination of the two. I think it's self-involvement. And then sometimes people you just can't. There's so many new names and people you see their brains are just like we can't process it. Yeah. And then they just hold on to like eight people then everybody else are just like i don't know that's it's so bizarre to me because i'm like we've met mm -hmm. like several times yeah we sat at, at an open mic together for an hour and a half and talked back and forth and then they'll walk in and be like hey um are you here for the open mic it's oh my god <laughs> yeah it's like i remember a guest in the restaurant if they come in more than twice a month yeah like how do you, you know what i mean though it's like i recognize you like well, also maybe like all the at the open mics, maybe half when they're talking to you, they're you know they're they're hopped up on goofballs yeah. or something. That's you know? true. Speaking of hopped up on goofballs, you know, we got our sober brains. <laughs> Are you sober? Yeah, it'll be a year in February. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't even know that. That mm -hmm. works out perfect for the podcast. Yeah, well, they, those stories uh, we're help gonna me get, get into there. it. Um, <laughs> so, what was your um, kind of drug of choice? Was it because mine was cocaine and uh, booze? Yeah, mine what? was. Uh, Mine was booze. Yeah. It was, I had a little bow, I had an ecstasy run. Okay, yeah, you have that on here. Yeah, yeah, a little ecstasy tear. Uh, that one I just stopped. When was that? That was... Was that Michigan, Chicago, here? That was Michigan. Okay. That was... Teenage years? Before, yeah, it was before comedy stuff. Okay. Yeah, that was like maybe a year before it. We How did you get in? Like, what happened? Ah, uh, buddy got in. He was like, we should do ecstasy, you know? He was like, and he got like a test kit. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, you, you're responsible. Get, yeah, we would test the ecstasy. I feel so old calling it ecstasy now. I was about to say the same thing. 
But I'm in the same boat you are, man. Bad Boys 2. It was ecstasy. Mm-hmm, yeah, everyone else like, do some Molly. Yeah. I'm like, back MDMA. in my day. Yeah, it used to what be. is that? Well, it's pure ecstasy. Yeah. I like ecstasy just fine the way it is. That's right. Yeah, so we would do that like every weekend. Wow. Yeah. How long was that going on? Um, Probably maybe a year. It wasn't a ton. But it definitely you can you start to get drained. You're like, oh no, all yeah. my serotonin Tonin just sucks right out of yeah, you. Yeah, so we'd like you know we were we were like I don't know. He was very chemistry about it. He would test the ecstasy like, all right, this stuff's good. Then at the next day, he was like, all right, I got some serotonin uh, pills you can yeah, get. From five G- HTP. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we would I take got that, that in that little fucking basket over there. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, yeah. We would I take t- that the next day yeah. to refill our brains. I take that as a supplement because it also helps uh, as a mood stabilizer. Oh, and, does it? Yeah, and even though I'm sober, I fly off the handle with uncontrollable rage. Oh, so I take that to kind of level it out. <laughs> well, you're right. I fucking they make jokes at work because I'll just break glasses. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, because I don't like giving bad service. So if I start to get overwhelmed, I'll sure. just I'll fucking just. Oh, <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. Wow. We we deal differently with bad service. <laughs> but no. So I know I know the the stuff you're talking about, the supplements that you can take to refill the serotonin. Yeah. And so then, we yeah. take the yeah, we take the serotonin uh, and then we would just we would do this every weekend and then. It just started getting too like too much, and then my one buddy was like, "No, he got some," and it was like, my buddy tested it. And he's like, "It's not. This is mostly speed." And he's like, "Yeah, but I still want to do it." And you're like, "Wow, so that's okay. So that's um, when you test it, how does it how does the test kit work? Because in all the years I was doing drugs, we never tested anything. And it thank was God some, I got out when I did because now fentanyl's everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was something like you would just like add a chemical, and like a, a color would appear okay, or something, okay. and he would not know. It. And then that one, he was like, "This mostly. Sp- I don't want to take speed." And then they got into an argument. And then speed over ecstasy. <laughs> yeah, or just like I just want to get fucked up. Yeah, like this good enough, you know. And then uh, I was like in the middle. I was like, oh, I don't know. And then you know, I, I didn't want my butt. You know, so I was like, I guess I'll take it with you. And then <laughs> so then we like ended up almost just taking almost just speed. And uh, holy was it, smokes! Was, would you, yeah, tell me about it. It's just like we were just sitting there, just talking a mile. You already talk a lot on ecstasy. Yeah. But this was just like a mile a minute. I'm just being like, hey, do you want to you want to run? I just want to run. <laughs> we would just we should start a business. Let's start a business. Yeah, it was a lot of that. And then we, I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna just gonna run as far as I, fast as I can. And we just I'd run and come back like that felt great. And then we were just up all night till the next day. God. And that one, I was like, I think I'm gonna just gonna stop. <laughs> so you after that, you were done. Yeah, after that, and then I just kind of just stopped. Okay. And I just fell out of ecstasy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's interesting because in all the drugs that I've done and all the different experiences that I've had when it comes to that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. I've noticed that I'm like a true blue alcoholic because with drugs, I could do them and then just be like, nah, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. But with alcohol, it was like once it started, it there was no stopping. Yeah. yeah. Once like you start, just, you're like, let's just keep going. Yeah. It's yeah. just going to happen all night long. Mm-hmm. Um. So. When did you start drinking? Was that like as a teenager in high school or? Yeah, I was drinking uh, just like right out of high school, towards the end of high school. Okay, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, and then I just kept. The drinking took off in Chicago. Okay, yeah, that's what you said. There's nothing to do but drink. Yeah, yeah, that's where, that's where it took off. This is also just like I never had to work. I was always like pretty responsible with stuff you yeah. know like oh i gotta drive i can't oh okay yeah, i, was, I, was I one got two duis that, really yeah oh yeah i never got i was very like strict on that yeah. like discipline with that type of stuff but then once i moved to chicago i was like oh i can just train now yeah i don't gotta worry about any of that just get fucked up let's just go hard and i just went i see these guys on the subway all the time with the brown paper bags like passed out mm-hmm. people walk by and they're like oh i feel so bad for him i go you feel this dude's never gonna get a DUI yeah. ever in his life. Never have to worry about it. You ever. can just you just get blackout hammered, and you can just like I'll figure it out. Yeah, and you can I'll just stumble into the train, pass mm-hmm. out, wake up the next day. I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll wake up. I go. Oh, I'm by the train already. Yeah, it's great. So Chicago, I just that's when it Chicago took man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was there was times of just like 
A lot of blackouts in Chicago. Okay. I was I was a blackout drinker. Yeah, me too. That's the only way to do it. Yeah, you're gonna you, do it. That's how you it. know to end. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know the night's over. Yeah. When you wake up the next day, and you're like, "How did I get into my bed?" Exactly. Yeah. You, you <laughs> look. You look. I, there was times I went on there and I look and uh, I would be like, "How did I get home? I rode my bike." Yeah. And talk then you look about over. That. You put drunk bike. Yeah, and I look over and my bike would be there, and they're like, "Oh, I rode my bike last night." And just have no idea. Well, and that's the other thing, too, is it's balancing on a bike is actually incredibly difficult when you're hammered. Mm -hmm. So good on you for doing it. Yeah, I would black out. It's bike a lot ride easier home. to drive in a car than it is to bike ride blacked out drunk. I, I guess I don't know. I don't have a ton of remembering of doing it. I just remember. <laughs> I would just, I'm just saying it just the, worked. <laughs> the times I've had a couple of drinks and gotten on a bike because mm -hmm. when I after I got my first UI, I was biking everywhere. And the times that I had a couple of, you know, pops and jumped on the bike, I mm -hmm. was like, oh, this isn't like I'm like, you're all wobbly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got good at it. Yeah. I would, I, Fuck I, yeah, you did. I like <laughs> drinking and riding a bike was fun. Like, yeah. Was, you know, you're just like, oh, it's real common in the beach areas in Florida. Like everyone's like, yeah, they get cup holders in their goddamn on their. Yeah, beach you just cruises. slowly cruise, you yeah. know, and if it's late enough, which usually Chicago at 4 a.m. bars. Yeah. So there's no traffic. You can just kind of like, eh, not worry about it. The whole road's yours. Just fucking <laughs> just out there owning it. Yeah. Hammered on a bike. So that was your the train and the biking was your main mode of transportation in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I would oh. bike and then I would take the their subway systems decent. Okay. Yeah, so I never really, I never needed a car. I never brought a car there. Oh, so you never even had a vehicle to get in trouble in? No. Mm -mm. Oh, see, that's smart. That's why I love about being up here is because when I fall off the wagon, which I inevitably will, <laughs> there's no risk of, no, I'm kidding. That's a joke, everybody. Comedy <laughs> yeah. podcast. You're going to get a whole bunch of emails now. Yeah. My sponsor's <laughs> going to be like, hey, you know I listen to your podcast, right? And you're like, God damn it. Um, the thrown out of the bar was that in Chicago that as well. Was also Chicago. God, you just got in all sorts of trouble. That's where, yeah, that's where it took off. That was just because I was like free to drink. Yeah. That all of a sudden I was like, now I can just go. What happened with the uh, the bar? Yeah. It was um, also it was new city and it's hard to meet new people. Oh, it's impossible. You know, so you just get hammered. In Chicago's a drinking town. So yeah. You're like oh, I got to get to know all these comics. And let's um, get fucked up. Yeah, let's get fucked up with them. Yeah. So that's just what I would do, and it was a. Uh, me and there was this, it was a me a buddy of mine a girl I was dating and a comic an older comic like an established like he's he's a big deal in yeah. the scene and he was a huge drinker I want to guess so bad who it was <laughs> but I won't I'll tell you after big drinker <laughs> Chicago comic mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, you can narrow this down yeah yeah there's about eighty of them <laughs> but he's like you want to go to this other bar and it's a four a.m. bar yeah after. The mic I had run, I had ran, and I was like, "Yeah, you, you want to?" You know, I was like, "I'm hanging out with him, so I'm just, we're just pounding yeah. drinks. We go to this 4 a.m. bar." I do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't drink anymore, but if I'm hanging out with like an established comedian, whether it's here in Florida, wherever, I'm like, "Yeah, whatever you want to do." Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to keep drinking, I'll keep drinking. So we oh, go. <laughs> I'll throw away my sobriety to hang out with you. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll throw everything away. So we're drinking there. Will you put me on your podcast. And <laughs> Uh, what, we're there drinking. I can't remember the name of the bar, but so after hours bar, after you're hours bar, we're in like comedian, a booth. Yeah, the four of us girlfriend, yeah, and then a friend. And uh, some random guy just walks up to me, like to the table, and just like he grabbed the back of my head to like, I guess, slam it down into the table, like a you just know, cause, like a roadhouse move. Yeah, you know. Oh, I'm following the move, but and, why? But he did. He was hammered too, I guess. So it was just kind was of. Was this a friend or you said just random a random guy? guy yeah. Random guy, and it was more. It was just kind of a light, gentle push. So he's just pushing your head. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of. I was just like, "What's happening?" <laughs> I just and then my head hits the table, and I pop up, and then there were all three of my friends, and they were like, "What the fuck, dude?" And I was like. What was that? And he's like, fuck you. Man. Like, he was trying to fight. He was just looking for a fight. He was just looking fight. for a fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, he thought, he was like, that guy could probably, he could, I could take that little guy. <laughs> hey, I, t I almost was a cop, man. You yeah, yeah. Back the fuck off. You can, if there's a gun in here, I won't touch it, but I'll look at it. I'll throw it across the room. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw it at you. <laughs> so then they're like, if all, there's a gun in here, I'll throw it at you. <laughs> So like, like the comic and all my they're all my friends are like we're all yelling at this guy and he's like fuck you and then the bouncer guy steps in to throw this guy out yeah and he's like telling you know the other comic my friends to calm down you know he's like throwing yeah. the guy out 
And all I don't right, know. All right, calm down. I, I'll take care of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm so blacked out. I was, I just, I was like, what happened? Why did he do it? I just had to know why. So I kept getting in between him and the bouncer. Oh, no. <laughs> and you don't do that. So I kept like pushing my, like the bouncer, like, no, but why? Is there something I said? Like, I, was, I just want to know why. And it just looks like I'm trying to start shit, but I'm just like being this friendly. Just, what can I do to right this wrong? <laughs> And the bouncer's getting pissed off at me because I'm being so annoying. Yeah, the bouncer's like, back the fuck up, Yeah, back the fuck up. I'm throwing this guy out, and I won't leave it alone. I need to know why. What happened? Yeah, he throws the guy out. It's like that in high school when you like, your first love, and then you guys break up, and then you're like, I don't know about you, but I was always just like, why? Yeah, why? Why would this happen? (laughs) Please tell me. I thought you loved me. So you're doing this to the guy at the bar. Yeah, and then they throw the guy at the bar out, and then they're walking, and I just then I just wouldn't leave the bouncer alone. What were you telling the bouncer? I just got going. Why do you think he did it? Oh, what? <laughs> just I want to throw you out now, just for fucking listening. So to this. annoying. And eventually, after like a few more minutes of that, he goes, "All right, you're fucking out." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm surprised it took a Chicago bouncer a few more minutes. Yeah, give me a few more. I would still be very polite. Yeah. You're being super sweet. You're just yeah. you're wondering why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get thrown know. out of bars for being annoying. Yeah, <laughs> not for starting fights or nope. violence. Just being annoying. No violence at all. I just annoyed my way out of the bar God, that we that's all got insane. kicked out. <laughs> I want to uh, let's talk about this bad trip on shrooms. Where in the, when did that happen? All the shrooms that was shrooms took place after after ecstasy. Had you only done it the one time? This bad trip. Uh, I've done them. I've done them like okay. I so did them got, before. Yeah. I haven't done them in a while now, but I used to like do them once a year. Okay, that's that's a common thing. I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you like clear your brain up. Yeah. It's supposed to be good for depression or whatever. But I haven't. Yeah, it's been a while. So what what happened with the bad trip? That one was we started getting into those, and then I we took them. Me and some friends took them in a park. We went to a park. Yeah, you got to be in nature. Yeah, you got to be in nature. Dan Lamort says you got to be in nature. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Yep. <laughs> of course, Dan would say you got to be in nature. You so got Central Park, yep. where we went. That's we went to said. a park, and it was this was in Michigan too. And I remember we were all just laying on our backs, kicking our feet up in the air. Oh wow! You know, very oh, very uh, indie movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and something so all, all of a sudden, like you know, it didn't make sense. It's like why are feet in the air? And then my brain, you know, when your brain can't process. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And I was like, this you're doing the bouncer move all over again. Yeah, yeah. I was like, feet don't belong. Why are the feet in the air? And I yeah. freaked out. And then I just I just took off running. And you just got up and started I running? I just got up and started running. And then they're like, what are you doing? And then they chase, you know. Yeah, after you. And then when you're being chased, like, why am I being chased? And you're in a panic now. <laughs> yeah, you panic even more. And then... Yeah, the whole trip was me, like, not letting anyone near me. Oh, God. And just every time they try to get close, I'd run off again. Jeez. <laughs> so they're just chasing you around this big park. In yeah, yeah, the big park and just me. And then, like, after hours of that, I just agreed to let one friend. I was like, okay, you, only you. <laughs> can come near me. <laughs> yeah, so I just take one. And then it was just me and me and my buddy Tyler. <laughs> we were just like just talking? me and him. Yeah, we were just me and him talking. And then all of a sudden somebody would try to get close. We're like, we gotta run. Come on. <laughs> we just make sure. You know the rules. You know the rules. Nobody else. <laughs> then, just Tyler. Yeah. Just this crazy trip mine. And then just not letting anybody near us until slowly started to calm down. And then, then God, that's an intense trip. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. A lot man. of fun. A lot, a lot of, of fun. fun. Keep my friends away. Not trusting anybody. <laughs> I joke. I, I forget who was on the podcast, but we joked about it. Like when you used to do like a bunch of coke, and then you'd like just stare out of your people and like freak yourself out. Yeah. And everyone's like, "That sounds miserable." It's like I, I know it sounds miserable, but in in the moment, you're like, "This is fun." Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're in a movie. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Who the fuck's coming around the corner? Right? Yeah, here comes my buddy. And then you know, just yell at him, "Stop!" We don't move. My buddy started trying to walk towards like me and my other buddy, and we we're like, "No further, stop!" And then like he like hit a force field. He was so <laughs> high on shrooms, he fell over. Like, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> he just went. Whoa. And he fell. <laughs> then we took hilarious. off running. <laughs> so you moved to the city, and then you started because you said you're sober now. You're coming up on a year. Yeah. What uh, what was kind of your last? If you don't mind me asking, what was kind of the last, the last hurrah? Until you were like, all right, maybe I should 
the last put a cork in this. The la- like putting a cork in it was um I think it ha- you, you get older, you know. Yeah. You're starting to get older and you're just like I can't the hangovers are getting worse. <laughs> I don't know what's happening again. <laughs> yeah, the hangovers get worse. I can't it's like I can't and then the pandemic yeah hit and then in the beginning we're we're just like getting wasted yeah we're you getting wasted in an apartment and it's just like you and the girl i was seeing at the time so we're just like you know you're just getting hammered by yourself yeah you're getting hammered because you guys were locked down locked down up here Mm -hmm. yeah we were locked down couldn't go anywhere in the south we were like it's fake yeah (laughs) you guys could do whatever you wanted yeah Yeah. where we had to like fake news Mm -hmm. you had your fake news and we're like oh real news Uh, I guess people are actually dying. Yeah, so they're gonna stay oh, home. Fine. They got bodies in Central Park. <laughs> Did they really? They set up tents. They had, like medical tents, and people were like, "I think there's bodies in there." Jesus Christ! Oh yeah. I so you were that. just getting hammered every day. Yeah, yeah. Then after a the while, time, and then you were just kind of like, "I'm over this." Yeah. After you're, after a while of doing that, you have nothing to do. You're like, "I should probably." Should, and then you start looking inward. You're like, yeah. "Well, time to focus on my life, I guess." Yeah. There's nothing else to do, but. Let's look and see, look inward. And then I just came to the conclusion, like, I think I just need to stop. Okay. Because I can't. So it wasn't like some, like, oh, my God, I got arrested. This, the whole, I, yeah, like, I didn't ter- have a, I didn't have like a, like a terrible bottom. You were just kind of like, oh, this is, we're done now. Yeah, yeah, I kind of just, like, came to the conclusion. Okay. After realizing, like, I can't, um, yeah, I'm not, I can't just have a few. You know? Yeah. It was like you it would, drink to black out, so it's like, right, why would that. I drink in the first place? Mm-hmm, yeah, it's like, if I'm going to keep doing it like this, I don't think I can just... Like, I tried... It took, a, like, a little while. Yeah. I was definitely like, like, maybe I'll just have a few, and then it just... You wake up the next day, and you're like, that didn't work. Yeah, like, I, it's like, I can't, I can't have this few. <laughs> I remember when I... Because I first started trying to get sober at, like, 22, mm-hmm. and I remember... Like, I would go to the, I specifically remember this one bar in Meisner Park I went to in South Florida with some friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had, like, two, like, of those giant beers. Because I never drank beer. I was a liquor-only guy. Because oh, it's okay. like, if we're going to get fucked up, let's let's go. Right, yeah. Kyle Kinane has that awesome bit where it's like, yeah, you can drive down the highway or you can take a spaceship. Like, <laughs> how do you want to get there? Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, I want to get there as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was so proud of myself because I had like two of these like big like 32 ounce beers. But I just had two of them. And then I went back to my buddy's house and we like hung out and then I went to bed. And literally, I remember waking up the next day like, I'm cured. I can do it. <laughs> yeah. I can do yeah, it. Yeah. I'm cured. Mm-hmm. And then I would proceed to get like blackout drunk on rum all over again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like you have a couple like <laughs> once or twice. You're like, OK, I think I, can. I got it. I yeah. got it. I'll never. And then you're like, well, there goes Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> there goes Sunday, Monday, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And I had to switch. I think I switched over to beer. Because uh, we used to, when I first started drinking, it was 151. Ooh. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember we used to put 151 in a flask, mm-hmm. and we were so green and, like, new to drinking. This is, like, 18, 19. Yeah, 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 You would, like, barely sip it. It would, like, just touch your lips, and it would burn your whole fucking face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, well, this is just what drinking is. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's- just... I remember my <laughs> twin sister, her ex-boyfriend, used to be able to just, like, drink it out of the flask, and I was like... You're like a superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we would take swigs out of the bottle. Yeah. Would, oh. Remember that that, that metal top yep. with the whole, we'd pop that off and slow it down. Uh, like, you just got to take big chugs. It's going to burn like hell. But you're going to get to where you're going. Yeah, yeah. We, this is this is just what you do, I think. We yeah. Just chug it and get hammered. And then uh, I Wait. got the ability. I used to I used to be able to, I would drink and I was like, get hammered, you know? I'd throw up, and I'm like, all right, I got more yeah. room. You can rally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I've had people on, and they're like, yeah, as soon as I started throwing up, it was over. And I was like, no, no, no. That's when the party's just getting started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got more room now. <laughs> because not only do you open up more room in your stomach, but you like, when you throw up, especially violent, drunk throw up, mm-hmm. you use so many muscles. Like endorphins start running in your brain, serotonin kicks in. It's like you just went to the gym. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, let's fucking go. Yeah, I'm ready to go now. Like it's, now we can start. Now it's party time. <laughs> um, God. So 
<laughs> what did you go? You went from 151 to yeah. like in college. What were you drinking? Yeah, that's how I. Yeah, it is 151 for a while, and then we did like whatever the flavored. Yeah. Vodka. The whips were. and all the. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Uh, Fredka did a lot of flavors. Pinnacle did a lot of flavors. Yeah, I remember the Pinnacle flavors. Because yeah, like I remember. Cotton Candy was one, I remember. Yeah, because I remember Absolute. Or no, Smirnoff had a couple of flavors, but they were traditional. Like. Mm-hmm. Orange and strawberry and raspberry, and then I re- I remember when Pinnacle started coming out with like Loopy, which was like the fruit oh, loop flavor. Oh yeah, 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 I remember the fruit and loop like one. whipped, which is the whipped cream, and like all these weird flavors. And yeah. you're like, I guess we're doing this now. Yeah, yeah it's like, like oh, it's fun candy now. Yeah. <laughs> Worst. Yeah, and then you know, just graduated to what was it? I remember we did like a lot of Absolute Mandarin. That was a big one for a yeah. while. That was good. That was our huge one. What did you, when you came to the, when you went to Chicago and then to New York, were you <clears throat> like a more refined, like old-fashioned bourbon? Oh, you're a beer at this then point. Then I moved to beer. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I was like, well, it is, this slows it down. Yeah. I still eventually. You got would, demoted. You got yeah, demoted to beer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll still, I'll still get to blacking out. Yeah. <laughs> but now I can, like, yeah, it'll take longer. I'm not, you know, I'm not a mess so quickly. I can enjoy the evening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can For the find, most part. Yeah. Now it's, you know, I'll make it to 4 a.m. So. <laughs> When you were in lockdown in the apartment, that was beer? That was... In, in the apartment, I was doing... Uh, it was beer and then sometimes gin. I'd start doing Ooh, some gin. Yeah. Left field with the gin. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I had, somehow I got a, got a handle, handle a thing on a gin. Sapphire. Went a little, like, yeah, went on a little gin kick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then... Uh, and then you just decided to hang it up? No, like, meetings or rehabs or detox? No, just I just like, started... Decided to hang it up. I was like, I'm just gonna stop. And have you noticed a difference in your quality of life since you did that? Oh, it's way better. Yeah, it's so much better. I try not to get because I've been sober for a long time, and I, I talk about like almost dying and all this stuff sometimes on the show, and I talk about it in my stand up. So I try not to get too preachy because I don't want people to be like, "Oh, I thought this was a comedy podcast." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I like having people on who don't like do that stuff anymore mm-hmm. because it's almost universally like. Yeah, it's a lot better. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I mean, if you can do, you know, a glass of wine or hey, have a few. Yeah, that's one thing. I'm like, you lucky son of a bitch. Ugh. I tell my my girlfriend, it's funny because you see all the wine everywhere. She drinks almost every day, but it's like a glass of wine. And I'm like, you fucking lucky yeah, duck. Yeah, that's great, you know, whereas. I Leave can't. a half half full glass. Mm-hmm. Like she's at a bar and she'll be like, all right, let's go somewhere else. And I'm like, but there's still booze in there yeah yeah like, you finished that you gotta finish that you finish that that's money <laughs> yeah not only that but it's like come on like the, we're trying to get to a certain point yeah 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 like Don't you know you on the fundraisers where they're like trying to fill up the thermometer mm-hmm. all the way it's like we gotta get to the top let's yeah. go you're feeling fun you can feel more fun yeah so you can feel more fun so now yeah nothing but i sleep way better yeah and you know it's nice to have mornings yeah you get your I, mornings back it yeah. is yeah does make the night kind of boring sometimes. It, yeah, it is pretty boring. Yeah, it but, does. That's the one thing, like especially if I like if it's a shitty shift at work, mm-hmm. or like I'm out at the stand hanging out with comics. It's like I would love to do a shot right now and like get this party going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you have to like kind of like like be be at peace with boredom. Yeah, you know, which is honestly it's that's helped with writing because I don't think people are bored anymore. Yeah, that's true. Like, I've, I've heard this. I've heard this before. Yeah, yeah. Like society's no longer bored because there's so much to do. Yeah, as soon as like there's any like awkward silence or you're a little bit bored, the phone comes out. Like we're never just like oh, I'm just gonna be bored. Yeah, and that's so, helped with writing. Yeah, sometimes I'll force myself if I'm somewhere because my girlfriend and I work at different restaurants and opposite, like you know, not the same schedule because mm-hmm. she manages, so she's there all the time. So a lot of times, like I've. Over the years, I've gotten and I've always been comfortable with being alone. Mm-hmm. Like I'm fine going out to eat by myself. Like I never understood the people who are like, I can't go to the movies by myself. Nice. Look like a weirdo. I'm like, oh no, I do almost everything by myself. Yeah, yeah, you're in the dark. Nobody cares. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I've forced myself now recently because I don't drink. I, so I don't like if I'm at a bar ordering lunch, I don't have that crutch of like, well, let's just drink and like hang out. Mm-hmm. So I will force myself not to pull my phone out. Yeah. And just force myself to just sit in it. And it's really helped, like you said, with writing. It's really because mm-hmm. your brain is just like, well, I guess we're going to figure fucking something out. Yeah. You start to like daydream and use your imagination. You're yeah, like, oh, I haven't used that in a while. You're like, hey, there it is. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> I knew I was creative. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I can do something. Whereas, yeah, before you're like, well, I'll just drink and stare at Instagram and hate yeah. myself. Like, hate sucks. everything about my life. Yeah. So, 
Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah, this was awesome. Uh, plug everything one more time. The album, oh. where people can find you on social media, and then we'll have links in the show notes to everything, cool. too. Yeah, the album's coming out end of the month, uh, the 28th. Uh, it's uh, Jeff, Jeff Dean. Yeah, presents Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I have, and uh, I got a dry bar. I don't know if there's any dry bar people that listen, but uh, that's sure coming out at some point. They yeah. sent me the rough cut, but I don't have a specific date yet. And... Uh, yeah, keep it out. New York Jeffrey. New York Jeffrey. Twitter and Instagram. I've been tweeting real bad lately. Yeah? Yeah, I hate Twitter, so it's a lot of a uh, warm out today. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tweet like a dad. I never <laughs> used Twitter, ever. Like, I was always an Instagram guy. And then I moved up here, and there were just, like, little, little things that I noticed being in New York. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want... I value my opinion so much. I want everyone to know what I think about this. And then <laughs> yeah. Twitter became like really, yeah, really yeah. important. Yeah. You're like the A train's a nice train. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'll do like random, like we got into an argument last night or two nights ago because she just read the Jed Apatow book. Uh huh. So she was telling me how to do stand up and oh. it turned into this huge. She's like, well, he interviews a lot of comics. I'm like, <laughs> so it turned into this huge fight. But I, tw- of course I'm like, take to Twitter. Cause she yeah. doesn't have a Twitter. So I'm like, Fucking Judd Apatow at Judd Apatow at. But it's like, that's the only place I can do that. You can't. What am I going to take a picture of the book and post it on Instagram? No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sick and twisted in the brain where it's like, no, everyone needs to know what I have to say. <laughs> Twitter. And she's like, how come you're not just just be Judd Apatow? Yeah. So like, you need to write more. It's like, excuse me. Oh, that's the worst that you need to write more. Oh, do I? Do I have to write more? I never thought of that. When you're at work 10 hours a day <laughs> and you're not home or when I'm out at open mics all on my days off, like, what do you think I'm doing then? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm jerking off on the train? Sure. I never thought to write more. Really? <laughs> that is such a unique person. Yeah. Uh, Should I get on stage too? Is that part of it? <laughs> oh, man. So New York, yeah. Jeffrey, Twitter, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Album is Jeff. Yep. Jeff Sheen presents just, is just Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> God, that's such a good one. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that stuff. And then. Uh, Sweet. That's it. Yeah, great. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Of course, Brennan T. Comedy on all social media. Check out BrennanTComedy.com for upcoming dates. Check out the merch store, Patreon.com slash Brennan Tassif. And we'll talk to you all next week. We are out. Yeah.